This is Seattle's Morning News. Dave Ross with Colleen O'Brien and Chris Sullivan. We have two lawsuits now against a doctor in San Antonio, Texas, who says that he has violated Texas's new abortion law. Let's call in former State Attorney General Rob McKenna. Our conversation sponsored by Madrona Financial Services. So it looks like we're going to get a test case uh, after all. And the two people who have sued don't even seem to have an interest in abortion as an issue. They just simply want to uh, test the law. And conceivably, Rob, I mean, anybody, there could be dozens of lawsuits against this same doctor. Is that right? Yeah, potentially. The law doesn't appear to limit the number of lawsuits. And we certainly see other kinds of lawsuits filed by multiple plaintiffs over the same cause of action, particularly in consumer protection cases, for example, and some environmental cases. So, yeah, you could have multiple lawsuits filed against the doctor, the clinic, the Uber driver who drove the patient to the, uh, the clinic, everyone but the patient. The woman who goes in for an abortion cannot be sued under this law, but everyone surrounding the procedure and enabling it would be. So at some point, do judges say enough? I mean, we, again, I don't know if it's going to get out of control or not. I suppose they could combine them into one big class action lawsuit against this doctor for all the money you'd get out of it. Well, typically, if you have multiple lawsuits coming out of the same cause of action, in other words, arising out of uh, a doctor performing a single abortion, those cases would all be combined. Now, in Mississippi, there is uh, another attempt to uh, actually go directly at Roe versus Wade. As I understand it, the Mississippi law would would require the Supreme Court to actually reverse itself. Is that correct? Right. So in Mississippi, you have a more conventional law that that simply attempts to prohibit abortions after the 15th week. So the current law under Roe v. Wade and Planned Parenthood v. Casey is that abortions may be banned after fetal viability, so from 24 weeks on. Mississippi wants to ban them from 15 weeks on. Uh, It's an interesting choice of timeframes because the Centers for Disease Control reports that more than 90% of abortions in the U.S. take place in the first 13 weeks of pregnancy. Mm -hmm. So I assume that Mississippi chose 15 weeks because they wanted to argue that there isn't much impact uh, and that they just want women to make the decision sooner if they're going to have an abortion. Is there anything that's going to have the desired effect of reducing the number of abortions? I mean, it seems to me that if you really wanted to do that, you'd sort of turn on its head and say, we will pay anybody who has a baby. $10,000. $10,000. Well, we know in Texas that the law is already having the effect that its its uh, proponents want, which is to basically stop abortions in that state. And Mississippi's law is having a similar, but maybe not as complete an effect. They only have one clinic in Mississippi that's left. It's in, it's in, uh, in Jackson, Mississippi, that performs abortions. So women who can't get into that clinic in Mississippi have to leave the state. Um, proponents of, of uh, abortion rights point out that some of those women are likely to try to take matters into their own hands, try to you know ab- abort the fetus themselves, mm-hmm. try to... There's no penalty for that, stop right? the pregnancy. Uh, not under these laws, no. So if a woman decides she doesn't want the baby and, and you know tries to abort the baby, I'm not aware that Texas or Mississippi would penalize that. It, these laws seem aimed at abortion clinics and abortion providers. Right. So, Rob, here's the other thing that has come up. Since Texas apparently has gotten away with this on an issue as controversial as abortion, what about a, a blue state saying, well, we can use this to get around the Second Amendment and basically let any citizen... Uh, sue gun sellers. 
Right. So the way that would conceivably work is that the uh, law would say we're banning handgun ownership. However, the state and its officials are not allowed to enforce the ban. Law enforcement's not allowed to enforce it. State agencies are not allowed to enforce it and so forth. Only private citizens can enforce it by suing gun store owners uh, and any individual who sell weapons. Perhaps it'll exempt people you know, who actually buy them, just like people mm-hmm. seeking women seeking abortions are exempted under the Texas law. Right. Uh, and, and then all of a sudden you start seeing these lawsuits filed against gun store owners, against private sellers who are not, you know, or individual sellers, et cetera. And if this gambit to prevent a challenge to the Texas abortion law is successful, why couldn't it be used to prevent challenges to gun ownership bans in blue states, just as you suggest? As a matter of fact, I, I believe that now that this is aired, you can expect probably by next week an initiative being filed to do just that in Washington State. <laughs> there you go. That's right. Stand by. Former State Attorney General Rob McKenna. Rob, thanks. Thanks, Dave.